Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens around it. So all of this is happening, but the thing that really, that you told me had happened, that you had observed, that started to re-solidify my sense of sanity. The, the first clue that I had, we were, I knew that eventually we would go there. But the first clue I had we were going there was probably a little over a month ago when I went to pick him up from his mother's, he was getting mad at her. Oh, she didn't send him to school that day because he was too upset. And this is the thing that like, I was starting to see all these little clues and put them together that like, I hadn't really hurt my kid and it was somebody starting shit because she didn't like us or whatever. But I wasn't willing to lean on that until you told me that when he was angry at her and she had used that stern voice with him. Yep. He told her. Now you sound like Jess. And I'm like, fuck yes. And I'm sitting there thinking, oh, tell me more. Does that mean that she is being abusive too? Or does that mean that I was just parenting like she occasionally decides to try and do? Well, and she claims to be be doing more of that, which might be, like you said, why he's getting so mad at her. She also has suffered uh, a lot in her health, has affected her ability to do things with him, which makes him angry she that she's tried not to able to. take him on a vacation, but ended up injuring herself because of her health conditions. She tripped neurological. She's a spoonie. It's a thing that happens. Yeah. But she broke some bones and couldn't finish their trip, and he got angry. And since they came back from their almost their trip, failed trip. Yeah, since then, he has had no qualms at all about giving her all the business every time he's unhappy with her. Yeah, and she has been pointing out that ever since the trip that they took when she tripped, that he's been really cruel to her, is her wording. And I, I said, I think he's unhappy with you for not being able to do things with him. He's not good at being cooped up. He probably has some fears about you being sick, because in the past when you've been sick, you've been unavailable to him. But we also think at this point that because she spent quite so much time with him and has been making more focused efforts to do the parenting, that now he's fed up with that. She's worn he, out her honeymoon period. Yeah. He, he told her, uh, I liked it better when you were the other way <laughs> and let, let me do things. So recently I picked him up and he was stressed and he sobbed all the way to our house. We actually, we went to the park because we didn't have a place to go because I wasn't supposed to have to pick him up that day. But she said, you're going to have to come and get him. This is a problem. And I was here at the house because I had things that I needed to do here. So he wasn't going to You were getting ready for number one's graduation. I was getting ready for, that's right. It was number one's open house. He graduated from high school. Hey, I made an adult. (laughs) How about that? What do you know? Yeah. And I made a challenging child into an adult. Yeah. So what do you know? So we had to go to the park. All the way there, he cried, and he told me his his mother has this little dog that's a newer dog to them. Mm-hmm. And he said, she, she was telling me he's mean to the dog, and I can't have him being cruel to animals. And he's taunting it and picking on it. And she had told me this on the phone. I pick him up. He's, he's crying, crying, crying. Your mother says that you're not being nice to the dog. The dog is not nice to me. The dog bit me in the head, and it bit me in the nose, and my nose bleeded, and um, and it's now mean I know to you're me. quoting him because you're saying bleeded. Yes, I am. <laughs> and I thought to myself, the nosebleed story. 
always comes up. Whenever, yeah. I mean, because he, he has nosebleeds all the time. He does. And this is the thing that happened last summer when he tried to accuse me of abuse and he said that I had given him a nosebleed. Well, he's since, uh, in the last couple of weeks, had one side of his nose cauterized. However, that side seems to bleed more than the other side now. So I don't know what to say there. In any case... All of a sudden, it was all about how she didn't care, and if the dog bit him, she was going to laugh at him, and just on and on and on, and I thought, oh, now the shoe's all the way on the other foot. These are the same things he had been saying about me, that if he got hurt, that I would laugh, and that if something bad happened, that I didn't care. And, you know, these are the same accusations he had been making about me. The same types of accusations. Yes. Yeah. I actually, I I wrote her an email because that's one of the ways I was getting bombarded was by email. And I thought, if I don't write this all down, I'm not going to get it to her. And then she was sick and unavailable. So I actually told her on the phone and she was quite shocked to find the shoe all the way on the other foot. I I was shocked. I don't think she's noticed that it's a shoe. How thoroughly he could knot the shoe once he got it on the foot, because that's how he ties things. But Uh um, I was like, wow, you're going to just say... Exactly the same script. Okay, wow. This is going to make it simpler than I thought in sorting things out, basically. Yes. And I don't know if she sees that or not. I um, don't think she does. I, I don't think she's capable of seeing it I'm right hoping now. that she can see that you are not directly or intentionally abusive to our child. Any abuse that's happened has been called parenting. <laughs> and, and not the type of parenting that my mother would have applied, which was, why don't you just smack him? Not the kind of parenting that you and I end up having to intervene with families and governments about. No. No. So I don't know if she's, you know, in that headspace or not, but she might get there. And so the other thing that we did in an attempt to try and resolve some of this, speaking of your email, is I emailed her and I said, I am sorry that I, I, I didn't say, I'm sorry you feel like I don't like you. But that was basically, I'm sorry I have given you cause to feel like I don't like you. Right. Because I don't, but um, no, uh, I respect you and I value your place in our family. We have to get along here. And and this isn't working. And I'm sorry that I have given you cause to believe that I disrespect you or that I don't value your place in our family. And I understand that sometimes I forget to look at people when they're speaking or make eye contact or, you know, uh, engage with other conventions of polite communication, you know, and I said, you know, I'm sorry that this has all happened. And I apologize for my part in it. Mm-hmm. And she didn't respond. And she amped up her attacks towards you. She did. And then I said to you, I will try anything to make this stop. I'm going to call a feng shui professional. that we've worked with before. I mean, I will do, we've tried, we had tried all kinds of things at this point. We're all in therapy. We all got like all of our friends helping us. And as I'm describing all of these situations to my therapist, she is like, oh my God, what the hell are they putting you through? And yes, they are gaslighting you, making you think that you did all these crazy things that you pretty clearly never did. And yes, this is shit on you. And yes, you are holding up really amazingly well with all of And you're of like, this. who fucking cares? And I'm like, <laughs> okay, but how the hell do I fix this? And right. she's like, I don't think you can. And I'm like, fuck, you're no help. Right. Well, 
I don't, I don't know and what so, has yeah, helped, but something point, has helped. We, something, yes. Yeah. So you did get the feng shui and we've changed our furniture around and we've rearranged our whole house and we've not gone in the main entrance and all kinds of nonsense. Changed the door that we're using to our house and we, we will, change. like I said, I will do anything to try to make this stop. <laughs> and at the same time, because number one has, graduated now he is moving out to stay with his father until he moves to the uk in august to be with his girlfriend right and and you know in, in the meantime of all this musical houses the the other two children were asking so what's going on here but we couldn't really tell them what was going on because of our delicate situation at that point yes although one time number one had said does number two child have like some jess repellent or something he, he might have wanted some at some point in his life but it was too late now yeah well and speaking of number one child um number two child had said that remember when number one had been arrested for punching me Yes, that was one of the things that in all of these interviews with these authorities that he said is when number one child was arrested for hitting you, he actually never had hit you. And so one morning before school, because this is a time when I mostly see number one child, I did stop him and ask him. I also knew he'd give me the shortest <laughs> autistic answer because but he was also, on his way out the door. He was going to give you the least personally responsible answer because he is developmental still an adolescent. He yes. was not going to completely own up the, to the situation. I said, uh, hey, number one child, I have a question for you real quick, because I know you're trying to get out the door. Remember when you got arrested for hitting your mother? And he, he did the biggest eye roll in the world. And he says, do I have to remember that? That was quite some time ago. <laughs> And I said, yes. He's like, yes, I've outgrown this. Please, can I just Yes, it, it was. Me? I just, I needed to ask you because did you hit your mother? And he's looking at me in the, you know, it's he's, a slightly, it's a slightly longer pause than all the non-autistic people give. But he's trying to assess whether he's going to be in trouble based on his answer. Like, why are you asking? Why? Well, I, I just told him, I said, I'm just wondering because of something your brother number two child said. And so then he said, well... <laughs> I did throw my fist at her and broke her glasses. <laughs> it broke her glasses. And and my fist broke her glasses. I threw my fist at her and it broke her glasses. I said, oh, okay, thanks. Because he says, <laughs> you didn't hit her. And, oh. and then number one child's looking at me like, I wish. I know. And I'm thinking, that's good. That's, you know. And then he had to go out the door. Right. So I threw my fist at her and it broke her glasses. That uh -huh. wording never ceases yeah. to amuse I, I told one of my old friends that, who is one of the people that I told what was going on, uh, who's also, you know, works for the government in the state that they live in. Mm -hmm. Two of her children are autistic and her oldest one is closer in age to our oldest that's just graduated. She She just started laughing and she said that is entirely how her oldest son would describe something. No responsibility at all. None. <laughs> For the thing that happened. I, I threw my fist at her and it broke her glasses. So he's moving out. And number three, the thing that she had to say about it, one day when we, I was picking them up from their father's house, and she says, do you get to stay with us tonight? And I said, no, honey, I'm sorry. And she says, is that about number two child? And like, there was this one time where like the counselors wanted me to come down and talk to them about number two child and you. And so they had interviewed her and I didn't know it. They were supposed to tell you that. 
They are not allowed to not tell you. They can tell you after, but they're supposed to tell you when they interview your child. They didn't tell me that they interviewed number three. Somebody did, and they should have told you. Just saying. And so she's like, yeah, and they asked me all these questions, and I told them that number two is really mean to you, and then he says that you're being mean to him, and that he says that you hurt him, but you don't. And he says that about everybody at school, that he bullies them, but then he says they bully him. Yep. And so right about that same time, the challenges that number two is having with this situation really start to bubble over, and he gets suspended from school. We're just about at the end, last couple of weeks of school. There's a new principal. There's a new sheriff in town at their school. And he had to deal with our son's last couple of weeks at school meltdown. Which, if you've been listening for a couple of years, this is the thing that he does. He's all done being at school. He can feel the end coming and he wants to make it come sooner. So he gets himself suspended. Yeah. And he, um, he's, he, he has an IEP and he has a plan. And he's supposed to leave the room and he didn't leave the room. He turned around and threw something back into the room. You know, just a school. At a, at, at a girl who. He, he just threw it into the room, but it hit a girl and left a welt on her. Mm-hmm. Like a pen, a pencil a right. thing. And while we were in the principal's office, because I got the call, they tried to call his mother and she didn't answer. And I find this to be very important that she didn't answer because then you tried to get a hold of her and the school tried to get a hold of her and she was unavailable for almost 48 hours. She was. At that time, we were in the principal's office and I thought, oh, I better text her and tell her I have him. Yes. And then the principal being a new principal who's actually officially starting next year, but was sitting in the last few weeks. He's a new guy. He's got to put his foot down and keep it there. Yeah. So. And the entire school culture at this point is enamored with our boy. And thankfully so, because they have gone over and above to help him succeed. And they've seen so much progress with him. They're proud of what they've done. They are. And rightfully so. Our kid has made right. huge progress oh, at yeah, this he has. school. He has. And so they see the progress he's made and they've kind of gotten their frogs boiled with some of his behaviors. They have, but this guy's new. So the, the principal goes to the classroom to get his stuff, comes back, doesn't have it all. So we have to walk to the classroom with the principal. And we get there and his teacher is a little nervous about him coming in because apparently after he left the classroom, all the kids started coming to her and saying that the things he was doing that were bullying on the playground. And she didn't know because they weren't in her classroom. They were so wound up. They played this game. I thought this must be some teacher thing. Quiet ball. Yep. You toss a really big ball around the room quietly. Mm -hmm. You calm down, but you get to move and Mm -hmm. throw something. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a good idea when kids are stressed. Yes. So as his sister has said, number three child has yes. said, he says other people are bullying him, but he's bullying them. So this whole classroom of kids, she wrote it all down, all the things he was doing. You have to document these things. Yeah. And then she By wrote law, me an email about it. she has to document, it. especially if anybody uses the B word, bully. Yeah. I'm like, which B word? There's a lot of them. <laughs> the look on my face was... <laughs> I was searching for the B word. Yes. Uh, The teacher B word. Yes. Bully. I don't document when my kids say bitch. I don't care. No. (laughs) So the principal's like, whoa, this is a bigger problem than I realized. And I'm looking at him like, oh, you have no idea what you're getting yourself into. 
but I think that that will be good for him yes. to have a different person at this point. Uh, because I remember when the last principal stepped in yeah. a couple of years ago, and she was like, holy crap, what's going on here? And she thought we were, we must be terrible to our child because of the way he talked to everybody and the way he reacted to everything. I mean, he was the one standing in the hall asking some teacher walking past what the fuck they were looking at, yeah. you know, and she had to deal with that kid. So she as a professional had had experience over probably close to a decade of dealing Dealing with children who are messed up because their parents are messed up. Yeah. And this is 80, 90% of the time, 95 even, why kids are messed up because their parents are messed up. Yeah, I'm sure his first grade teacher thought I swore like a sailor. I, I'm absolutely sure of that. But see, at this point, the rest of the team knew what was up when she was coming in. Right. So they could help her through that. And some of these people can help this guy, but he's a guy and I know he's not going to listen to all the women. He might listen to some of them. He's married to one of them. He is married to one of them, although I think she's moving away to a different school. The other thing is he will listen to you in the way that she wouldn't. Yes, he will. This is true. Well, I got a whole email of things he was doing and they were it was horrifying. And I talked to him about it and he says it's not true, of course. And I said, kids are saying those things. And if they're saying those things, that's a problem. Because if they're saying that, that means they think you will do that. Mm -hmm. So in other words, you can say you're not doing it, but I'm going to tell you uh, in a roundabout way, you are. Yeah. In a way that you'll accept of, oh, it's still my problem. Yes. And be being that it was last week of school at that point, by the time he was going back to school, mm -hmm. I just was hoping he wouldn't be suspended again that week. Yes. That was my only hope. Uh-huh. You know, no suspensions. Yes, which he was able to successfully complete the last week of school without any additional yeah. calls home. Yeah, that was a great thing. But as that was happening, his mom was unavailable for almost 48 hours. Right, right. Because I text her from the principal's office and said, hey, just letting you know I have him. And then it was some kind of insane, you know, merry-go-round trip. I have to bring him here, so now you have to go there, and we have to do something else, and et cetera, et cetera. And it was more houses and more intensive and, and musical something houses. with my mother and you probably had to go with my mother oh yes i was so, with your mother yes at the hospital which we so. talked about last week and probably for the past month or two and so by the time i realized she had never responded it was almost 10 o'clock at night and i thought shit something's wrong there you know she might have passed out or hit her head on something or mm -hmm. so i called a you friend called your 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 friend who i've started in my head calling your ace wife like your work wife and your ex-wife, and now you have your ace wife. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so, so this person, I thought, I need to talk to a, this is a, a scientist. Mm -hmm. So I, I need to talk to somebody very logical and say, hey, what do you think I should do here? And this is a friend that you met through work who has become a pretty close family friend yes. just in the past few months. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's awesome come over person. a couple times and hung out with us and yeah. knows what's going on. Yes. She was there the minute it started happening. So anyhow. And as you guys were working, like you would sit in parking lots and just talk to each other about the respect of shit that your kids were putting well, you through because she also has challenging es children. Especially between places that we were driving to. Yes. But I said, hey, uh, the kid's mom is MIA and I don't know and, and I'm concerned that something may have happened and I can't not do something, but I don't want to do it myself. And, and she said, oh, no, 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 you can't do it yourself. That would be rescuing and that's a bad idea. You need to send for a well check. And I said, great idea. I'll do that. You call and the then, police and no, you have them. I called the police and then I went, shit, I don't know the apartment number. I couldn't think of it. 
I know where it is. Yeah. But I didn't remember it. I had written it down once on some tiny scrap of paper in my car and tossed it out when I cleaned the car and etc. Yeah. So then I called her back and I said, hey, I got a problem. I don't know the apartment number. And, and she's, she lives near us. So she said, no problem. I will come over and watch the kids. Because I, I had, couldn't come home and watch the kids for you. You're not allowed. <laughs> I'm not allowed. <laughs> I will come over and watch the kids while they're sleeping. Of course, the teenager wasn't. But... And... Yeah. You, you drive over there and get the apartment number and then come back and call. So I did. I drove over there. The car was there. So I was like, okay, there's something wrong here. Uh-huh. Someone, she, your, your ex is in her house, or at least her car is at her house, but she is not responsive to texts, phone calls, and anyone else who is trying to get a hold of her. So I came back and I did call in a well check with uh, the police department. And I don't know if they checked or what. I guess that is a we record can... that we never checked on. But the point is... Yeah, we can um, get the dispatch records if we ever need them for court hearings. Right. So there was no word on what was going on. And then the next day, I needed his pills from there and his inhalers. Mm-hmm. So the same friend, I was going to go over and get the stuff. I had text with his mother. She had responded and I was going to go pick up his pills and inhaler. And I was drive- about to drive over there and I thought, shit, I need to bring somebody with me. So I called that friend real quick and she went over there with me. Yeah. And that way we could go get in and get out. So you did go over there. And at that point, what did you find out about why why she was unresponsive? Well, she had gone to a completely different specialist for her third. She has three major health problems going on, major issues of health. And this was the third one. And they had given her a medication and it really knocked her out. And um, she also had gotten some very bad news about that visit to the doctor. I haven't heard anything about it since I have asked. I've had too many reasons not to ask. I think for you to ask would be giving her a reason to feel like you are buying into her need for enablement again. Yeah, whether it's intentional or not, um, I don't want her to get the idea that I can do anything to be helpful because I cannot. It's it's to my detriment every time I do. So I haven't. Damn your infinite goodness. Yeah. She did go MIA again because she had me come and get him. And then I heard from a friend of hers the next morning saying, hey, I can't get a hold of her. I've been texting, calling, texting, calling. Is uh, the kid with you, first of all? Mm -hmm. Safety question. And second of all, when's the last time you heard or saw her? And I said, yesterday at 11 when I picked him up. Then her friend said, okay, uh, I'm very worried and I I think I'm going to have to call a well check. And I said, that was a good idea. Mm -hmm. And then they had heard from her. So... Her health is bad enough that she's kind of fallen off the radar a couple times. And it it worries me for him because he's not going to understand if something happens to his mommy. At the same time, there's nothing I can do. No, no. And if I could do something, it better not be out of my infinite, whatever the fuck you called it. Goodness. (laughs) Yeah, that thing. (laughs) You're you're so distanced from the idea that you won't even say the word goodness. That's funny. I I just think... I think there's nothing we can do to prevent it. There's nothing to do. And, And at the same time, I'm very hopeful that she'll beat the odds because she's good at that. Yeah. So for his sake. But even so, we're still dealing with the fact that she has accused me of hurting my child and that she is not backing down on the idea that I am a horrible person and she has said horrendous person and accused me of all sorts of horrible things that she has not walked back at all. She accuses you of them to other people. She does. Yeah. To you, she has not given the level of specificity that she has given to other people, but she still tells you on the regular that I am a horrendous person. Horrendous things. 
that I have done horrendous You've things. You've done horrendous things. She hasn't had a time of day to go on about it lately. Uh, I'd knock on wood about the feng shui, but, but the microphone is on the wood thing here, so I won't. I think we're in the eye of the storm. A couple weeks ago, I got a letter from the state saying that there is no legal basis to formally accuse me of hurting my child. Right. So we're in the clear on that, which is why we are finally... Able to talk about it. Yeah. Talk about what we've been going through very intensively over the last several months. So I feel like right now her health has her down and something is going to... She's going to get another bee in her bonnet and it's going to pick back up. And I know that if you're it's hopeful. Just, if it's just a bee, can we use that zapper thing? If there's a bee in her bonnet, I don't think she would let us close enough with the zapper to manage it. She will thoroughly deny that there is a bee in her bonnet. And just like our boy... There could be a whole wasp nest in there. It could be a whole fucking wasp nest. And she will say that I am the one who put it there, but it doesn't really exist and it's not in her bonnet. (laughs) Well, at least we can talk about it now. Hella fucking Louyah. Right? And I feel married to you again. Oh, that's good. I didn't for a while. Yeah, we we had a rough time. We did have a rough time, but I think we're we're getting us figured out, which I think will make it easier to get everything else figured out. Right? Yeah, because there was no touchstone for anybody for a while, and and the kids pick up on that. Yeah, they do. So after that happened, your mother started needing some very intensive care, and we'll discuss all of that in our next episode. But because she was experiencing a steep decline, your sister came to town. Yes. And your sister wanted both you and me there with her. Yes. And she told him so. And she told number two child, I want Jess there. Can you handle that? And he says, yeah, as long as I don't have to talk to her. And he wouldn't talk to you until you open cookies. So there. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think, and this is what I talked about earlier, was that like a year ago, I would offer him a cookie and he would take it and he would say, this one's too dry or this one's too chewy or this one, where's my milk to go with Or why it? can't you give me cookies I like? Or my mommy says something about cookies or my mommy doesn't give me junk food like this or it was always something. He just took the cookies. This time he just took the cookie and said, thank you. Yeah. And we've had, you know, over the course of dealing with your mother's health, we've had five or six times now that he and I were in the same room and interacted very well. And the last time we were together, we bonded over video games. Well, that should be no problem for you. But it's it's kind of weird. So here's here's hoping. The next steps that we're expecting are, or the next steps that we were hoping for, were to get all three of the adults in a room with the boy's therapist. Which the therapist says he is trying to do. He is, but... He's playing phone tag with the other mom, and I think that she is possibly not answering his calls on purpose. I know you're making this face the feigned disbelief face. She's not in a hurry to do it. Is that no. what you're trying to say? Yeah, she isn't. She wasn't in a hurry to answer the email that I sent her This either. is almost July, and you think she might not be in a hurry to... I emailed her mid-May. She emailed me back... The first week of June and basically said, I'm sorry, I'm dying. I'll send you a better email later. Okay. And I emailed her back and said, thank you for responding. 
our kids deserve to have the model of problem solving presented for them, and you deserve to set that example for your boy nothing. or something then like that. Then there were just crickets. Then there was just crickets. Yeah, nothing, like, nothing she, else she wasn't getting the sympathy that she was hoping for from me, and so she didn't care to respond again. So I don't know. We'll see. We shall see. <sighs> it's nice to be able to talk about it. Here's really? hoping for some microphone magic. This is the thing we used to do when you were first transitioning. Like, we would have a problem and we would talk about it to the microphone and then it would resolve. So you'll have to edit this while you're exiled to grandma's tonight. I will do the leveling tonight while I'm exiled to grandma's. I will probably, I have two or three days before it has to drop. So I will probably do the first half. It's probably going to end up getting cut into pieces, but I think that's it for now. I think that's it. I'm just quick saying it because I want it to stop now. (laughs) (laughs) I wish it would stop now. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! Almost Their trip. failed trip. Their failed trip. <laughs> Field trip? Failed trip? Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. It's okay. Teacher. Never mind. Um, Conventions of polite communication, I think was my wording. Oh, there's no autism going on here. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) I love you. Don't shut up. Unshut up. So we did that. So we did that. Yeah. I had to think for a minute. Okay. It's time for his pills. Where is he? And when is... Am I supposed to be getting him? Did I put him somewhere? And what do we? Oh yeah, he's with our sitter. Yes. Um, So. So in any case.